This is the Nourishing Nutrition Podcast, and my name is Eleanor Dooley. I created this podcast to inspire, empower, and advocate for your best self. I combine current nutritional research with the practicalities of living your life, giving you real nutrition talk in bite-sized pieces. Please remember that I am a licensed dietitian nutritionist and certified nutrition specialist. I am not a medical doctor, and by listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you might be having. Do you ever feel like you are doing things because you find comfort or safety in them, even if you know that they're not the right things for you? I mean, there's some things that are obvious, like, you know, eating junk food, you know, buying a a, a bag of Oreos and, and, you know, eating the first couple and just feeling the, the sugar and the euphoria that you get from, from that craving, that underlying craving that you had, or if you drink alcohol, you know, that, that calming rush that comes over you once the alcohol gets absorbed into your bloodstream. We crave those feelings because we are trying to get away from some other bad feeling that we're experiencing in the moment. But what I'm talking about is finding comfort in pain and finding comfort in toxicity, because it's a really interesting way to look at what's going on in your life, what's presenting itself to you, and how we've mentally adapted and grasped the fact that there is really comfort in pain. And I'm going to dive into this today because I've recently experienced some things within my business and in my personal life that have really exposed some of these toxic behaviors and red flags that I just conveniently choose to ignore until it came to a breaking point for me that I could no longer ignore it. And I was mulling it over in my brain and i and i started making connections that i seem to do this a lot in my physical life too in my nutrition practice uh, for my own personal body and i think it's worth exploring why we seem to find comfort in things that don't serve us so So we're going to dive into that today, and I hope that this is helpful for you to really connect with and see that there are behaviors that you probably are engaging in that are not helping you to grow. And in my opinion, if it's not helping me grow, if it's not helping me contribute to a better cause, to the greater good, then it's just not worth my time. It's not worth me doing. And once I realign that those are the ideals in which I want to live up to, then the answer becomes clear. When I'm experiencing confusion or doubt or just really not feeling sure about what am I doing? (laughs) Am I making the right call? Is this the right thing? 
I set myself up to ask some basic questions that when I get the answer, it becomes a no brainer. So the confusion goes away once I dig deep enough to find out what the actual problem is. So the thing that that kind of created that clarity for me was when I sat down and I asked myself, why am I feeling drawn and why am I feeling comfort in things that are not good for me? Um, so for example, let's just use social media. <laughs> if you're scrolling through Instagram and um, you know an advertisement comes up that it, it hits a pain point with you or you feel you feel like it was personally cultivated for your vulnerability. Um, by the way, that's how social media marketing works. That's why you were targeted. So it was actually on purpose that that emotion came over you, that that feeling of, I need this thing, whether it was clothes or probiotics or it found your vulnerability and brought it to your attention and said, I can fix that feeling of vulnerability by doing this, by giving you this product, by sharing this with you, it is going to fix you. So I know that I'm being targeted for those things. There's artificial intelligence, there's algorithms, there's all kinds of things of things I've Googled on or conversations I've had that I'm pretty sure, you know, Alexa is uh, overhearing me. Um, so I know I'm being targeted and I know that what I'm being shown is meant to mess with my head and it's meant to make me feel bad about myself or expose um, something about me that I am insecure about because that's how people sell things. That's how commercialism, consumerism, that's how it works. So even though that I know that and I'm armed with that information, I still get sucked in, right? I still contemplate, I, I click on the shop now and I'm, I'm going, is it worth this money? Is it a scam? Am I really gonna get the outcome that I'm being promised? Do I need this? You know, all of these questions go through my head when I know full well that I'm being sold to, I'm being told what I wanna hear in exchange for my money. And I know that that behavior that I willingly involve myself in, I pick up my phone, I open Instagram, I start scrolling and I click on things. I know that that behavior is not good for me because nothing I've ever found or bought on there has changed my life for the greater good. Um, you know, and I'm not saying that about everything in every circumstance, but for the most part, I'm pretty sure if you're feeling my vibe here, that you are understanding what I'm saying. You're picking up what I'm putting down, right? Like we scroll and we scroll and we kind of know what we're going to get but we still do it anyway. So this is what I'm talking about when we indulge in behaviors that we know aren't gonna make us better people, but we do them anyway because of that, that craving for the familiar. We have a familiarity built into it, even if it doesn't serve us. So a, a, another drastic example would be if you were in a, in a toxic relationship 
or a friendship with a person that maybe they're a narcissist, maybe they gaslight you, maybe they put you down. And also they have some nice qualities about them. They take care of you, they provide for you, they, you know, whatever. Um, we know that continually participating in the, the daily mental struggles or the, you know, verbal abuse, we know that that's not good for us, but it's really scary to think about getting out of this situation because it could be worse, right? I'm familiar with this and I'm, I find comfort in this familiarity, even though it's harming me. That's, that's what I found myself experiencing in on a daily basis. So how does this relate to nutrition? Well, I'm a nutritionist, right? And I was thinking about how we adapt ourselves to painful and toxic situations and we kind of just live with them and we figure out ways around it. We try to avoid conflict for the most part. And if you think about your body and any symptoms that you might be experiencing like headaches, gut discomfort, constipation, it's similar in the fact that how bad does it have to be before we actually make a change to improve it? And when we experience the discomfort of the symptoms, we want to experience comfort to kind of balance that out. Whether it's taking ibuprofen to get rid of a headache, um, we seek to not experience the discomfort of that symptom. We're kind of told that the quick fix is the best way. It's the easiest way. And we get to skip doing the work, but we know deep down inside that it's really a fallacy. We're not really going to get the quick fix solution that we're being sold. And even when our intuition tells us this is going to take processing, this is going to take work to get through. We kind of ignore it so that we can get on with living our life pain-free. If you think about it, we kind of get these signals that the quick fix is the easiest way because that's, that's how we're marketed too. That's how we're groomed from early childhood where we're told that our periods are supposed to be uncomfortable and a pain in the ass and they're you're just going to have to put up with it because you were born a woman but thinking about that just doesn't sit well with me like our bodies are beautifully made they're not made to be in pain they're not made for us to experience pain but when we do there's a reason for it there's a reason it's your body's way of communicating with you that something is not going well. Something is irritated, inflamed, something is imbalanced, something is present that shouldn't be, something should be present that isn't. It's a communication mechanism that we choose to tune out because we can adapt to it. It is only when we can't adapt anymore or we're tired of adapting or the pain gets more severe that we start really paying attention and this 
has manifested for me in such a way where my experience, the things that I was doing day to day in my private practice and, and some changes with my business, my intuition was telling me that something was off. And I kept pushing away, pushing aside those red flags. I was justifying it to myself. I was writing it down in my journal. I was convincing people that loved me, that knew something wasn't right. And I just couldn't explain it. I couldn't explain why my intuition was telling me something wasn't right. And so I was using that rational thought of, well, if you can't explain it, it's probably in your head, right? That's kind of what, what we're told. But it, I couldn't keep living that way because what started happening was I started getting random attacks of anxiety. I started craving more sleep and junk food. I started doubting myself on really simple decisions. Uh, I was feeling the constant urge to justify my decisions and prove myself. I was losing sleep. I was not taking care of myself. I started eating poorly, drinking alcohol, and finding comfort in reckless behavior. And it got to the point where I felt like I couldn't do it anymore unless I medicated myself. That was my wake-up call. That was my, my body's breaking point of saying, something needs to change because you are now seeking comfort in pharmaceuticals or something outside of your physical control just to deal with the situation. And I realized that what was familiar to me was keeping me feeling safe, but I had to rewire my nervous system to relearn that feeling comfort and safety feels good in my body. And it wasn't feeling good. That was my body's way of telling me I wasn't safe and I wasn't comfortable, but I had to rewire my brain because that switch was flipped. It wasn't until those physical manifestations, those symptoms overcame me that I couldn't ignore it any longer. It was really hard for me to admit, to change, to get myself out of a situation that I had myself in. And I realized that healing from that process was not easy. It's not comfortable. And quite honestly, it, it sucks. It, it's painful. And I thought about, you know, when you get a scab, you get a deep scra scrape on your arm, let's say, and it, it scabs over and the scab is itchy right? It's dried out. It's, it cracks when you move your arm and it's open, it's uncomfortable and you seek comfort, right? You do things to make that feel better, whether it's put a bandaid on it, put some ointment on it. Um, you favor that arm so that it doesn't get knocked around and you try to leave it alone, but it's really annoying that, that, that is healing. Okay, when you're ch making a change in a situation that was comfortable, even if it was painful for you, there was still that comfort and the familiarity. But once you move past that and you decide that you're no longer going to continue with that behavior, just like the scab, it starts that the scab starts getting softer and 
your skin becomes more flexible and the tissue begins to heal. You get a little bit braver with what you can expose your arm to, right? It strengthens and it grows because the skin around it becomes just as tough as where that wound used to be. And you heal. And it's not as if you go back to what it used to be, right? Because with this do-over, you not only get this fresh, you know, these cells that have healed and they're strong again, you also get the memory of what you just went through. You get to use that experience to make better choices in the future. You know what a scab is going to be. You know the pain that you're going to go through. So your decisions are actually made easier by having had that experience. So where are you in all of this? Have you been living an experience that is toxic that you've just adapted to, but deep down inside, you know that you need to change? These symptoms that we experience, the acid reflux, the bad periods, the difficult skin, these sometimes turn into our identity, right? We just accept the fact that I'm just somebody that has really bad skin. I'm just somebody that has really, you know, thin mousy hair, right? We all know that the pain and suffering of the things that we experience don't just go away, right? Because if they did, we wouldn't still be experiencing them. We just learn to adapt and just to live with this mediocrity. It's not great, but it's not that bad. But I'm here to challenge you to think about what that change getting out of that situation even though it's hard and painful and is going to be yucky for a little while what the other side can look like healing is uncomfortable it's not meant to take away all of your pain in one fell swoop it's meant to teach us things it's meant to allow your body to physically make new cells and get rid of damaged and broken and diseased cells and all the while your brain is rewiring itself to do it a new better efficient way sometimes we can't see the things that we need to change everyone has a different tipping point it's that one symptom that you just can't live with anymore and it's the changes that you see in yourself that you don't want to see maybe you look in the mirror and you realize you know i don't know the skin on your face you're like oh my gosh when did it become like this I'm sharing this with you because I recently had to make a really difficult call and it's still painful and I'm still healing, but I know that if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't get access to all of the opportunities that are ahead of me because I would still be in my safe box of toxicity, even though it felt safe and familiar to me. And it was time for me to reevaluate the situation. Why was I continuing to put up with things that felt familiar? I know making big decisions are painful, but they are worth it. And your health is the same way. Making choices to get testing to find out what your symptoms mean is much better than not knowing what they mean, right? The fear of the unknown is, is dissolved 
when you get the answers. It's kind of like you don't want to look at your bank account because you're scared to see what might be in there. But then when you do, you actually know what's in there. So it's not scary anymore. It's just reality. So I hope that by getting more information and making a decision for the future, not for the pain that it's going to be today and tomorrow, but for the future, whether this is getting out of toxic relationships, whether this is quitting the job, whether this is changing your lifestyle, you know, because when you start working out again, after not working out for many, many months, it, the first couple times, it's pretty painful and, and yucky and you feel out of shape and you're out of breath. And, but we all know that it does get better once it becomes a consistent behavior and there are more opportunities for you once you push through. I hope this was helpful for you today. I really felt the need to share this in a way that exposed my vulnerability and showed you that you can do it too, whether it's with your health, whether it's with the things in your life, whether it's with toxic relationships. Think about the end goal, getting away from toxicity instead of what it's going to feel like in that interim because the interim does suck. I'm not going to lie. All right. I will talk to you next week. Have a great day. If you are interested in learning more about me, my practice, and my programs, you can follow me on Instagram at your.hormone.nutritionist. You can follow my Facebook group, Happy Hormones and Tamed Inflammation, or visit my website at nourishingnutrition.net. Check out my free resources by subscribing to my newsletter and following this podcast. See you next week for a brand new episode.